0: We're back.
1: This is season three of Banter Over Cigarette, the variety-style talk podcast where we discuss the things that interest us, amuse us, and piss us off. Some of the latest news from gaming, entertainment, geek, and tech culture, as well as anything from the news we find fucked up. And as always, Banter Over Cigarette is manned by your hosts, Elden Kr. I am the Rush Limbaugh of new media. Well, except for the pillars, Benjamin
0: Weaver. Oh, what's your job, Ben? Just sit in the corner, and look cute, and do funny. You fail miserably at all of them. Yes, I do. I'm a capricorn. I'm single. And
1: uh, I love books and Kyle Games.
2: I've spent a very inanimate amount of time, I think four or five days, downloading 60 gigs of every episode of Star Trek The Next Generation.
1: Some of all the episodes of over favorite may or may not contain offensive material, such as language.
0: All I can say is what the fuck. Is.
1: Fuck CNN.
0: Nuts. No, Token retard my ass, you
1: fucker. Sexual themes and innuendo. Remember, more than five spins... Well, I'll let you figure it out for yourself. Someone discovered chronic masturbation, and we might not see him for a while.
2: Yeah, apparently he's discovered that men can have multiple orgasms as well. So, he'll be dry and sore and bloody soon.
1: References to drug use and alcohol. We are going to do Jagerbump. And general rudeness So if you're the kind of person who finds any of that offensive Or can't handle hearing the word fuck a couple dozen times in the course of 45 minutes I would suggest you turn this off right now Yeah, but no one listens to that, that's why we press people off But at least we've covered our asses, so let's get on with the show It's time to fuck some shit up He laughed. Fuck you. All right, shut up. I'm trying to get the song going that we're supposed to start off with. I'm
2: sorry, that was fun. (laughs) Boom, (laughs) boom, boom. (laughs) I'm <laughs> going <laughs>
1: your and all their correspondent internet areas. I am, as always, your host for this little shiny red boat that we like to call a show. I am Eldon K.R., and with me today, we have the fastest food bar in the West. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the one man that can send a computer from good to brick to in five seconds flat, Ben Weaver. How are you, Ben? I'm on a boat, motherfucker. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. No, you're not on a boat. We're in my room, and the computer's on my desk. And also with us today we have our Artisan Nerd, Kyle Gant. How the fuck are you, Kyle?
2: But you just said that your show is vote.
1: Shut up. <laughs> rule one is I make all the rules. Rule two is I am always right. For further for, for further cl- clarification, use a, use a combination of rule one and rule two, to fit your needs. You're- your mother.
0: Uh.
1: <laughs> but yeah, the song that we opened with today is—it uh, reminds me of what I hear when I'm editing the podcast to get ready to send to you for all for all the times we go along and, and we're mumbling or somebody says something stupid or whatnot. I've got to highlight the area that I want to snip out and listen to it over and over and over again to make sure I've clipped it perfectly before I can take it out. And that's kind of what it sounds like when I do that sometimes. Bye.
0: I could say something here, but I choose not to because... Yeah, I'm
1: because, actually, because you're, on a, you're, you're unoriginal and you're going to make a boner joke because it's obvious and cliche.
0: No, actually I was going to make a circumcision joke. Cause technically, you are cutting pieces of show off and throwing them away.
1: I am an audio moil
0: for the win. Mazel Tov snip. Oh, god. Oh, fuck. Um, don't worry. Don't worry. We can fix it.
1: Hey, anyway, um, your mom. So, Kyle, how have you been the last few weeks? How busy? Very busy. That's
2: what I just said.
1: Okay, busy doing what, smartass? <laughs> uh,
2: been helping out some friends. They needed a place to stay for a week so they
1: could help I, I'll, t- I'll tell you what you've not been busy doing.
2: Well, right now I'm not playing Borderlands because I've got to be on a show. Uh, huh,
1: smartass. All right. Well, what have you been up to, Ben?
0: Well, I just went to the eye doctor the past week and um I found out that his my eyes, eyes are dying. No, I found out my eyes are so fucking bad that I need a new prescription like now. Yeah,
1: so Ben's going to get his new glasses and he's going to come in here next week with lenses so big and so thick they look like coke bottles.
0: Actually, no. I'm going to get them in about 14 days.
1: Yeah, um, well, you should get glasses like these. They're for cool people.
0: Oh, yeah. Says the person who uses duct tape and a fucking fork to fix one of his eye, uh... Earpieces. Yeah, his earpieces. It, well, whatever you, gets the job done, motherfucker. I, I, I have to give you points for creativity, really, though. <laughs> I mean, only you could think of using duct tape and a fucking fork. That's, that's like... Duct tape solves all of the world's problems. Uh, yeah, except for world hunger. Then we can just lick the glue off the back of it. Well, you could. Now smoke the
1: glue. Hey,
3: that's not locked.
1: Well, the, the, when people were, call, were uh, colonizing America, when they were trying to make the, the hard winters and they had no food and no crops, they would boil their boots.
0: Because leather is chewable.
1: And when, when they would boil the boots, this glue-like substance would float to the top of the pot and they'd scrape that off and boot leather and this glue stuff would be their sustenance for the day. And there are, and then there were settlers like the Donner Party, who ended up resorting to cannibalism at one point in time.
0: Do tell. I did not hear about this.
1: Google is your friend.
0: Yeah, so is weed. So, Google it. Google weed?
1: Yeah, if you want to, go to 420chan and post on the weed board. But no, I'm not using any of those image boards for the month of November, because it's NaNoWriMo. And starting on Sunday and uh, up to yesterday, I've been writing in sporadic bursts of about 1,000 to 2,000 words or so. And last night, before I went to bed, my final word count was 11,103 words.
0: I, I, I have nothing bad to say towards that, so just congratulations. That's very, very good. Happy, happy, joy, joy for you.
1: I broke 11K in the first three days. I'm one-fifth of the way there. My writing buddies for Nano is uh, one of my old friends from Texas who's writing her novel this year, and she's hoping to reach the 2,000-word mark tonight. Uh, Scott Sigler, Mer Lafferty, Nathan Lowell, and my nemesis, Scott Roche. And the fun thing that Scott and I have going on, which is going to be put in the form of a promo, and we'll hit this feed before the week is out. um, We are doing this thing that whoever has the highest word count at uh, Saturday, 10 p.m. Eastern uh, Standard Time, whoever has the highest word count by that time at the end of every week gets to make the other guy do his bidding. It's a weekly challenge. Yeah, so if I uh, have the highest word count by, uh, by Saturday, I'm going to make him dan- uh, record a video of himself in a kilt, a wife-beater tank top, and an Obama mask dancing the Macarena. Wow. Yep. That's
2: yeah. Do what? I said that's...
1: Yeah, well, so is your face. But yeah, interesting thing about uh, Nathan Lowell. He writes the Solar Clipper series. One of the best series of audiobooks I've ever listened to, ever. The man's storytelling and dialogue is amazing. And I'm not sure if I played a promo for his thing yet. I don't even know if he has a promo out. But when, when I find the promo for his show, it's going to be played because the Solar Clipper series is one of my... It's it's an awesome patio book. Like, there's not really any action in the book. It's about this guy, who is on a trade uh, a trade ship in space, and it's
0: really interesting. And <laughs> yeah, I need to find a copy of Super High Me and watch that again.
1: Go for it. I probably have it sitting around somewhere. Uh, but yeah, Nathan Lowell is having a challenge with Merle Lafferty. His challenge is to hit the 50,000 word mark in 15 days instead of the standard 30. And he's trying to hit 50k in 15 days, and my word count is higher than his right now. By, I think, 60 words or so. So I'm making really good progress so far. Are you participating in NaNoWriMo, Kyle? No. I've got my own shit going on.
2: I don't
1: know
2: if was last time we talked about that, I don't even remember what it
1: is. National Novel Writing Month. Ah, to gosh. start from nothing to a 50,000 word novel in 30 days. Yeah, I've seen it. The, the picture used of me is me sitting there on the crate and eating Cheetos, and I'm not even aware that, the ca- that there's a camera on me.
2: Yeah.
0: Pretty nifty pretty little video, and brings the
1: point home quite well. Brains. I inhaled so much smoke. Hey, Kyle, since I've got you here and I'm recording, why don't you give me your zombie line right now? Yes. Zombie line. Now. Go. Okay. Do another one. Do another one. All right. Try again. Do, do, do a louder one. Brains. Okay, I guess that'll work. And with our front-end banter and brainsiness out of the way, we are going to go into our first break, which is a promo for Dan Sawyer's novel, Free Will and Other Compulsions which is part of his antithesis progression. I interviewed him about this at length for the first two episodes of our season. So listen to the promo, and if you want more information, listen to the interview and check out his site. But the novel drops real soon, and I can't wait to hear it personally.
3: We're going back to Luna to finish the job. The Lunar Revolution is faltering. The Persians and the Americans are about to make life very uncomfortable and dangerous out here, Mr. Hartman. There is a traitor in the Resistance. We're going to push Mongoose down into those tunnels and find our moles. And we're going to shut them down. But their fate might rest with a fugitive.
2: No way you get away now, you son of a bitch.
3: And his name is Joss Kyle. Choose your side, plant your flag, and join the Resistance if You can decide who you really are. From the mind of J. Daniel Sawyer, Free Will and Other Compulsions. Book 2 of the Antithesis Progression. November 11th, the war begins at www.jdsawyer.net. Free Will and Other Compulsions. It isn't whether you win or lose, but can you survive?
0: I lose the game.
1: <laughs> yeah, the first time I heard that, that happened to me too. Son of a bitch! Did you lose too, Kyle? So I just discovered
2: that I can't follow your RSS feed
1: with my creator. You shouldn't have a problem with it because I follow the RSS feed just to make sure it works. And it showed the it showed the last two posts for me just fine, so I suggest you keep trying and believe in yourself. Or if you if if you have a podcatching client, you can use that to subscribe to the podcast.
2: I use a program called RSS
1: Owl. Oh Yeah. Well, one of the cool things about uh the novel Free Will is it's being released in tandem with two other novels. Ba- uh, Philip Ballantyne's Digital Magic and Chris Lester's Season 2 of Metamore City. They're all releasing them on the same day for the podcast or triple threat and they're originally going to release them on 9909 because the year before Pip Ballantyne and Tim Morris released two of their books together to, uh uh for an Amazon Amazon chart rush and they called it the uh, Double Trouble well they're going to release theirs on 9909 this year and call it the podcast or triple threat but they all realized they really didn't have as much time as they thought they did to work on it so they moved it up to 111109 your face All right, and our first thing of the week is a little YouTube video I saw today that made me giggle, and here it be.
2: Carelessness and cannabis triggered a house fire in San Diego. When firefighters put out the flames, they discovered an elaborate pot-growing operation there in the garage. Firefighters say some of those marijuana plants did burn, but they also say one person was treated for smoke inhalation. I inhaled so much smoke.
1: he seems really happy about doing a good job.
2: Holy
1: crap. <laughs> uh, seriously, how do you treat that kind of smoke inhalation? Do you just give the guys a, a, a fucking cigarette and a bag of Doritos? Uh, I
0: know you said a pillow and a bag of Doritos. Oh, a
1: pillow would help too, because after you have the cigarette and you eat the Doritos, you want to take a nap.
0: He'll eat the pillow and sleep on the bag of Doritos.
1: No, Ben, that's something that you would do, seeing as there was one time when I told you a floppy disk was a cookie, and you tried to eat it.
0: I was baked, goddammit, give me some credit. No. As much as my mind is shit now, when I'm high, it gets so much worse.
1: Yeah, because you're a noob. So, maybe you should become a firefighter, Kyle. (laughs) Why? Why? (laughs) yeah okay mr hookah mr hookah and cigars and
0: pipes i inhaled so much smoke (laughs) that is
1: fucking great okay well enough of that the next thing we have to talk about for today is a post i found through engadget and it's uh, the uh, headline for it. The headline for it is: Nvidia confirms Intel chipsets won't support USB 3.0 until 2011. Kyle, your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I thought fine.
1: Doesn't count. No, I
2: don't. I don't know what. I mean, I know what USB 3.0 is, but I don't. Know I'm working off of USB 2.0 with my portable hard drive and front of other chips. So I
1: don't know, you know, how USB 3.0 is going to... You. Well, That's maybe maybe USB 3.0 is like USB 2.0, except that it's more awesomer by one point. That's the only thing I can think of, and quite
2: frankly, I'm okay with 2.0 at the time being.
1: Well, uh... Here's another article from Engadget that talks about U, uh, U, uh, USB 3.0. It says, U, uh, the headline is USB 3.0 and SATA 6G put, good, put to good use. Benchmarks.
2: Yeah. And until part of it.
1: USB 3.0 has speeds that are roughly five to six times higher than USB 2.0 with the same drive, a huge win for fans of external storage the world over. How often do you use portable hard drives to transfer a large amount of files from one drive to another? Everyone. Exactly. And you're using USB 2.0? Think yeah. about think about how long that file transfer would take if it was sped up 5 by 5 by 5 to 6 times faster than what you're normally uploading right now.
2: Oh, my file transfer speed isn't the problem. My problem is
1: the download speed for Well, yeah, but Think of how much faster that transfer would be with uh, USB 3.0. There's not USB 3.0 involved in the
2: initial transfer.
1: Yeah, well, so is your face.
2: No, my biggest, my biggest slowdown is just getting the downloads from the
1: torrents. Well, you have to have a decent upload speed too, and make sure there's plenty of seeds. What is it?
2: Five years. Uh, Mr. Science Theater 3000, starting after they got off public access and until they switched to the, the second host, the weird
1: dude. Cool. Well, too bad Demonoid is down. That's always a good place to look first.
2: Yeah, I've read this off of Pirate Bay. Off of where? Pirate Bay.
1: I thought those guys were down.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Well, I'm happy to report the torrent I'm downloading that has taken about three weeks for me to get everything is going to take another two days and then it will be completely finished.
1: Yeah, but nobody cares about your toon porn viewing habits.
0: Actually it's not toon porn. Bullshit. No, it's not. It's, it's something I used to watch when I was a kid.
1: Oh, that that really scares me. Then I don't even want to know what it
0: is. Digimon. Oh it's Digimon. Every episode of Digimon. Oh, I didn't know. Oh. That, I
1: didn't know there was that much Digimon porn. Wait I didn't. I didn't know there was that much Digimon porn out there.
0: It's not porn,
1: man. Uh huh. Share that
0: was, it is
2: for children. (laughs) What? All those pop culture shows, that's all they are. They're
1: important for kids. True. It's
0: self-gratification because you watch the show and then you imagine yourself being
2: inside the show.
0: Thank you. You just ruined a very good dream of mine. No, you just ruined a dream of mine that I've had over the years.
2: You know, the what? whole...
0: hunter. No, the whole, if you could jump into any universe, whether novel, movie, or TV show, which would you choose?
1: He'd choose Digimon, because he wants to catch them all.
0: If you're going to make fun of me, at least get the fucking thing right. That's Pokemon, you stupid faggot. Racist. Wow. No. You know what? Well, you know, see, I've been nursing that dream for years through various different things. When I was a kid, when I was a young kid, it was Sailor Moon. When I was a little bit older, it was Pokemon. Then it switched to Digimon. Now it's every vampire novel ever made.
1: Lame. Fail. Vampires are lame.
0: Not necessarily.
1: That entire genre is so played out, overdone, and cliche.
0: Okay, so you wouldn't be sh- you wouldn't want to be shoved into a uh, zombie apocalypse scenario.
1: No, I enjoy things the way they are right now.
0: Yeah, I'd actually kind of want to. Well, I'd, another thought I had was the Matrix.
1: Just because vampires is the dead horse that the movie industry has been beating senselessly with a baseball bat for at least the last uh, six years, maybe.
0: Okay, then what about the Matrix Matrix series? I would love to be. Yes,
1: there. Kyle. Dresden
2: Files.
1: What about the Dresden yeah. Files?
2: There are some vampires you can get behind.
1: Yeah, I, I feel that the Dresden Files uh, are accurate as far as the whole vampire thing is concerned.
0: Well, thank you both for just basically taking a dump on my childhood fantasies. Anytime.
2: I never thought that being a vampire would be cool until I learned
1: I'm still reading through Grave Peril.
2: They're incubuses and succubus. They're sex vampires.
1: Incubi and succubi, the plural, dumbass. Hey, you know what, bite me. No! Anywho, moving on out of this tangent, our next topic is uh, the movie industry being all butthurt about piracy like they always are. there's a dead horse.
0: I'm sorry, but when I think of beating a dead horse, it's not smacking it with a baseball bat. Of course, that's how perverted I am. Racist. You have no clue what the hell I'm talking about. You're
1: a racist. About. No, no. no. ha.
2: Uh-huh.
1: What, you didn't read the article?
2: I read part of it. You you seem to some things have
1: better. Well, they're complaining about how all the money they're losing over piracy, like they always are, and saying they can't make movies that consumers really want to see because they're losing money because of piracy. Which is horseshit. They're making crappy movies because they're an idiot and they're out of touch with consumers these days. I mean... Think of all the video game and comic book related movies that have come out in the past four years that were pure horse shit. Adventureland? That were... I like them, yeah, Adventureland is a good movie. But I mean, think of, think of all the superhero movies or comic book movies they've put out recently that totally bombed. That just sucked beyond belief. The Punisher wasn't that bad. I
2: like
1: Or movies that were uh, based on video games. What?
2: What's the movies that
1: they had based on video games? Uh, Doom for one.
2: Never watched it.
1: That was crap. Yeah. See, so you'd think they'd consult some fans or some gamers before they went ahead and made these movies. The Blood Rain movies were horseshit, by the way.
0: Never watched
1: it. Both Blood Rain movies were horseshit.
0: The last movie, the last video game movie I watched that I actually took an interest in was the Super Mario movie. A long ass time ago. I liked that one.
2: And apparently my.
1: Yeah. Well, I can't say how they're, they're, they're losing all this movie, all, all this money because of piracy and, and that's why they're making shitty movies. They, uh, they're, the total amount of money they made last summer was like 22.4 billion dollars on box office uh, profits. 20, 22.4 billion dollars of, of box office money for, for la- just last year. 22 billion dara that's a lot of dara so I don't see how they can be bitching about losing all that money when that's how much they've made
2: I would like to have a a percentage I tell you what if the MPAA would give me a percentage of their profits every year I would never fire it again
1: true that And another thing that they're being butthurt about is that people don't actually want to buy DVDs anymore. Not not as many not not as many people want to tangibly own something as pre as in uh, previous years. People are all about wanting digital copies and shit uh, for for these days, so they can watch them anywhere on their computers and shit, or just or or to own a digital copy so they can set it up on a home network so they can watch it from somewhere else. Yeah,
2: why would I want to pay? $20 $20 for a DVD, when I'm never going to watch it in my
1: living room. Exactly. I watch all of my movies on my computer. But then again, I pirate all of my movies. <laughs> I watch all of my movies on my Arcos, my portable
2: ND3 player. I choose that so I can stay away
1: from work. Yep. And, P- and, you know, people are saying, well, if you want a digital copy, you can go get them from Netflix or iTunes. Yeah, but if you get it from Netflix, you won't get to keep it. And when you get it on iTunes, the quality's not really very good. I mean, yeah, there are certain outlets where you can go and you can pay to own a digital copy in really high quality. But you're paying, like, maybe $5 more than you would pay to go own the DVD. Exactly. So, you know, if if they're going to switch to some sort of digital distribution media for digital copies of their movies, they should quit hosing the customers and set it up to where if you want to own the movie and you just want the digital copy, you should have to pay less for that because you're just wanting the movie. And if you're not wanting it in really high quality, you should be able to have the option to pay less for that. That's a good business model. The problem
2: they're having is that they're grouping I uh-huh.
1: I am going to take the dollars that I am in possession of and then give them to you
0: for a product. I want to be sure that I like that product. I mean, help me, I download nostalgic shit. And the new shit, I might look for reviews and then buy the DVD, but I mostly download nostalgic shit. And porn. Yeah. I mean, shit from like five or ten years ago that you cannot find anymore. Like the Pagemaster. That was a good movie. But yes, it is. No, what I want, uh, see, uh, I'm downloading Hocus Pocus right now. I thought you already downloaded that. Nope. That Halloween movie with Bette Midler? Yeah. That movie was fucking awesome when I was a kid. I can't find the VHS tape I have of it because somehow it fucking disappeared. So I have to download a DVD rip of it. I am downloading for nostalgic purposes and because that movie was uh, something that it's a nice part of my childhood that made me laugh.
1: And the same thing with the porn, too! You bring me back a sandwich? No. Fine.
0: He should just send you a picture of sandwich porn.
1: Yeah, well, say things. I
0: don't know. I really have nothing to say. I, I don't really. I'm kind of tired of all the bitching.
1: Yeah, well, just say more stuff about movies and things until Kyle gets back.
0: No. I mean, how? I haven't actually downloaded a movie in about three months. I've been downloading Digimon the entire series of Digimon, like the past month. Yeah.
1: I've been writing and when I haven't been writing I've either I've either been watching Heroes or Battlestar Galactica. So I haven't watched a lot of movies and I haven't downloaded any movies recently because every Tuesday when new releases drop, I go through and I see what looks interesting and I go and I get it. <laughs> Excuse me. But uh quick last three weeks in a row there hasn't been very many good things that have released
0: that reminds me I do want to I do want to see down, uh, Ghost of Girlfriend's Past sounds like a pretty good movie gay okay. you know what fuck you alright yeah I like chick movies so sue me brains damn can a guy actually like chick movies without being considered gay no it's not possible well fuck you no god damn it see that's I'm not I'm, I'm not even gonna go there You know, I really don't care anymore. I like certain types of movies. Call me gay, call me a fag, whatever. Yeah, well, I like your mom. Okay. I like those kind of movies because they're sweet. They're romantic. Which is why you can't get a woman.
1: (sighs) Because you think the real world really is like
0: what you see in the movies. No. If the real world was really like in the movies, Uh, about 5 or 6 people would realize that I'm the guy next door I've been in love with them for a really really long time and they should go for me but that doesn't fucking happen
1: which is why you shouldn't watch those movies because you're delusional
2: what kind of
1: movie? Ghosts of Girlfriends Past Ben, wa- ben watches girl movies like that and wishes that, that the world really was that way so that, the, so that the women's that he likes will go and bone him instead of the asshole guys like me.
0: Actually, I was going towards the Just Friends but movie. But can't have a movie like that because he has a more than one
1: ex-girlfriend. Well, no, he, he wishes that the world was like that so that would happen.
0: Actually, I was thinking the world would be more like the Just Friends movie because that movie was actually good and kind of portrays my situation. Yeah,
1: no, the world is more like Medea goes to jail. Never seen
0: that. Your uh, face. I've
1: been a <laughs> oh, by the way, that homemade hooch was a bust. It, did, it was an alcoholic. Their ex-roommate did it wrong, and so it was It, it was no longer alcoholic. It was still a fun day, though. Yeah. We, we, we all sat in the living fun. room. Like, four, uh, like five or six of us sat in the living room uh, and played What Would You Do?
0: Yeah, I su- And I dressed
1: up as Billy Mays.
0: I survived until my fucking car blew up, you asshole.
1: At least you didn't get the swide fluid die like the other person did.
0: But still, I kind of think you might have cheated somehow. Because know, huh? everything was going great until my, I got fucking stuck in my car, the seatbelt wouldn't unlock, and then the window wouldn't roll down. I was fucked. Uh, then you should have called the coins correctly. That was all on you. Right. It's a fifty-fifty chance. Like I couldn't. I couldn't fuck up three times in a row. It's almost physically impossible. Or impro. It's very, very improbable. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's not true. It's like, very likely.
1: All we wanna do is eat your brains. Anyway, so are we off you know, now?
2: Are we
1: who? Are we done with the uh, rant? Rent- 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 yeah, sure. Uh, but the next topic we have is there is a there is a study that shows that chronically ill patients might be happier if they just give up hope.
2: I find this
3: interesting because it's the exact opposite of what people
1: have been saying. What the fuck? That just totally killed my buzz. UNM research shows that
0: chronically ill patients might be happier if they give up hope. So what? The doctor comes in like, okay, Billy, you have cancer. Just give up hope now. The guy's like, okay, doc, thank you.
1: Okay, well, think about it this way. What do, the do, fuck? You, do, you, do you remember that really shitty Christmas movie with Queen Latifah in it where she thinks she's going to die, and so she goes and she does everything she'd ever wanted to do?
0: That's not a really shitty Christmas movie. Fuck you, that's a good movie. It's The Last Holiday.
1: Whatever, it sucked. Anywho no, I didn't. Fuck you. Anywho, uh...
0: That movie was awesome.
1: Let's say the doctor comes in and says, <laughs> you're going to fucking die. Well, the, you can go through all kinds of harebrained treatments to give you a little bit longer. Or you can just say, fuck, cool, and then, you know, go out with a stick of
0: dope and a bunch of strippers. It's the five stages of death and dying, man.
1: Well, anywho, let's say that, you know, you have some sort of disease or you got in a horrible car accident and the doctor comes in and says, you're probably going to die, but if we do these surgeries, you'll live longer, but you'll just have to shit in a bag your entire life. Here we go. Oh. And, and, you know, if you're lucky, there might be some medical advancements in the next few years that might, keep you, that might make you not have to shit in a bag anymore. Well, that's a little bit of hope, and you're like, oh boy, I'm shaking in a bag right now, but I might not be next year. And so, you know, you stop aspiring for what you want in life, thinking that if you wait just a little bit longer, that things will be better, and you can go about your life. And so, you've basically let your life become stagnant in hopes for treatment. But, if uh, the doctor says that, you're like, eh, fuck it, I'll just die then let's say you've got x amount of time left to live well then you're going to go you're going to go you know i always I've i've always wanted to finish school and uh... flip off a cop and bang a supermodel on the eiffel tower well then you're going to go back to school flip off a cop and then go bang a supermodel on the eiffel tower And you know you might not have that much that that long to live but now that you know that you 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 really have an expiration date you're going to try to cram as much life into that short time as you have and you'll die a happy, happy person.
0: I get where you're coming from with this, really I do, but that's basically the whole thing of the last holiday movie in general. I mean, she knows you're gonna die, so you go out with a fucking bang. Quit Latifah gets fucked on the Eiffel Tower. I don't care anymore.
1: I don't really know. Kyle, your thoughts.
2: Uh, I'm just reading this. Uh... This article, and the first thought in my mind is that I was always curious as
1: to how people that had that kind of treatment lived a normal life after (sighs) such. Apparently, the reason you have to shake them back to the rest of your life. Yep. That's the only thoughts you have on this topic? As if, as if this was your last day on Earth? Um,
0: I, I would so the go for the last three
1: of yeah. Well, uh, this article basically sums up uh, a saying I've had for the last few years in that complacency is the main character flaw of humanity. One, it's up there. Yeah. Complacency is a very big character flaw in almost every person that you meet. Like when I was in job, when I was in job corps, there were all these people that would go around the campus and they'd go and they'd fuck everybody and they'd do drugs and they'd be Mr. Popular person and so they'd end up slacking off in their trade and staying in the program longer and inevitably ended up getting kicked out. Whereas me, well, I'm an asshole and I hate people in general. So the fact that people hated me didn't bother me and I got out of the program in six months. I was not complacent with my situation because even though I was living on a campus with three meals a day and a place to sleep, I still considered myself homeless because I didn't have a place that I could call my own. So therefore I stayed motivated to get to get my certifications and get out. So I can't do my channel. Well, yeah, but think of where you are right now as compared to how much better things could improve if you put forth an effort to things that you've been neglecting. But that's
2: hard work. I don't
1: do hard work Complacency is a character flaw. Your, your, your dream of starting your own porn site has been delayed, hasn't it?
2: Starting my own business, yes, but it doesn't have anything
1: yeah. porn. Okay. Anyway. That... Do what? Well, anyway, the, uh, topic is there, and it's, it's pretty interesting, uh, discussion for a debate of some kind and i've been looking to have a debate on the show for a while now i've mentioned this in a past episode but i've said before i'd like to get a debate started on this show and have it be like a round table type discussion so if any of our listeners have any ideas feel free to email them into the show and it'll be discussed in a debate possibly and moving on to our game segment carl you want to talk about borderlands
2: i have to say i got this. They didn't really put forth enough effort to explain well enough on the commercials on in my opinion. They said that RPG and first-person shooter kind of had a kid, and that's what this game is. I don't think that's entirely accurate. It's more, it's more accurate to say that... Uh, the entire game is different areas and having uh, the entire game is going out and doing quests finding better gear etc. Kind of like World of Warcraft but it's in a futuristic setting and has guns and whatnot. it's kind of
1: fun. Kind of like Fallout 3?
2: <laughs> uh, yes and no. Um, they Kind of streamlined a lot of stuff made it a bit more simpler to draw out more of the first person of
1: Word. And so what are some things that make this game awesome? Um, The
2: setting for it I, I'm really enjoying. You, uh, you're on a planet called Pandora and everyone there's heard this legend about a vault that's full of alien technology and money and the proverbial pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And you start the game out as just another Vault Hunter, which is the main uh, the main job title on this planet, is people looking for the vault. And uh, the only difference is you have, you've been contacted by this person that calls herself a guardian angel, And she tells you that the vault is real, and she is going to help you find it. Well,
1: why you and not the other guy?
2: I don't know. Unfortunately, I haven't gotten far enough into the game to really figure out a lot of stuff. So, you know, that's why I was rather irritated to be on the show today, because I want to go back to my game, damn it.
0: Are we talking uh, first-person shooter, RPG, what? It is first-person first style, just to say you see your gun, gun sticking out in
2: front of the camera. But it is very, uh, it's very role-playing uh, style with uh, upgrading your personal abilities, uh, finding better weapons, and so on and so forth.
0: What's the platform?
1: Everything with a screen, uh, basically.
2: Yeah, they've pretty much released it for everything. I've got it on the 360. They use the Unreal Tournament, which is pretty awesome.
0: I think I might actually want to rent this or buy it. Cause it sounds very good. Did you hear about the Mass
1: Effect 2 release date yet, Kyle?
2: I I keep hearing that it keeps getting pushed back. That's all I know of.
1: Last time I checked, it was announced for January 27th.
2: Yeah. See, earlier in the year, it was supposed to be out, like, this month. It was supposed to be holiday season, but now it's been pushed back to post-holiday.
1: Well, all the videos that I watched on it when they first announced the shit on it, they said it would be coming out sometime in
2: 2010. Yeah, I don't know. My, My main focus on games that I don't have quite yet right now is uh, Assassin's Creed 2, which is supposed to come out here in about two weeks.
1: Yeah, I've heard some pretty good stuff about that one.
2: I'm interested to, to get into it. I've already got it paid off and pre regged so I'm going to get it on midnight the night it comes out.
1: Word up. Uh, I was reading a blog post the other day that discussed all of the new areas they're going to be adding into World of Warcraft with the Cataclysm. When are they going to re- release that? Uh, I don't know yet.
2: I haven't really been keeping an eye on World of Warcraft just because I really don't want to get sucked back into it again. I haven't I
1: played, played since...
2: But m- it sucks.
1: I haven't played since September, so...
0: I logged on for like a half an hour, three days ago, and that was it.
2: Hmm. I, I really don't want to get back into that money hole.
1: Well, that's all we have for our topics so far, and up next we have the Fail of the Week. I read this article this morning, and I found it quite amusing. Apparently, there was a guy who, his initial report to the police said that he got knifed by three dudes that were trying to rob him. They checked the security footage for this uh, place where he said he got robbed, and there was nothing of the such on the security footage. They told him this, and the guy fessed up. He's like, Fine, I fucking hate my job. I hate, I'm tired of working on Blockbuster. I stabbed myself to get out of work.
2: I can understand calling in sick, or faking a death of a relative, or, you know, any of that, but that's commitment. Right there.
1: Have you ever wanted to stab yourself to get out of a job, Kyle? No, but I faked
0: a loved one's death. The worst thing
2: I've done
0: is that's called in sick. That's that's the worst thing I've done. I do have to admire this guy's commitment, though.
1: I had a hangover once and I called in sick.
0: Technically, that is a viable reason.
2: See, one of the things that I really love about my job.
1: Well, is no, I didn't I didn't have a hangover when I called in sick. What it was is I was still drinking and I had to be at work in two hours, so I called in sick. One of the things that you love about your job is Kyle? Yeah, sorry, taking a drink. Um, every year you get four unexcused six
2: sick days. Which is to say Call in five to ten minutes before you're supposed to be on your shift and say I just cannot come into work today. I'm I'm at home dying with the flu.
1: And you save those days for weekend events, don't you? No,
2: uh, fortunately, weekend events. I already know when they're going to happen. I can just schedule my normal days off, and it's no big deal. And you know, it that's more for. Days that I wake up and I don't really even want to get out of bed because I feel like crap, or unexpected drop buys.
1: craziest or stupidest excuse you've used to get out of work before.
0: Just, I've never yeah, had...
3: I,
2: I told, told him uh, that a relative of mine had
0: died. Ben? I've never had to do anything that wasn't actually stated by a, uh, wasn't actually backed up for the real reason that I called in. I've just been, that was, I've been sick, that was it. Oh yeah, I forgot you're a choir boy. Other than other than that, no. Every every excuse, every call off, I have a viable reason for, and/or have a note afterward. You guys want to
1: hear mine? I'm
0: high. I can't come in.
1: No, coma. When I was in high school, uh, I when I was in high school, I cut classes for like three days straight, and my teachers all asked what happened to me, and I told them while well, I was walking home the other day. And a piano fell on my head, and I guess I got knocked out and I didn't wake up until, like, last night.
2: Did they buy it? That's the
1: question. They didn't question it.
0: Are you fucking serious? I'm serious. Hi. Sir, I want to shake your head. I actually have to give you props for that one. Holy shit. They didn't question it. They didn't even try to call my house.
1: So I I got home and I checked the answering machine, because that's what I did when I got... I had the key to the mailbox. So, see, no, this thing... What I would do is I gave... I I, I used to move a lot, so I'd be constantly giving the school new addresses and new phone numbers. You told me
0: this. So
1: I'd just go in and give them a new address and a new phone number, like, every month and a half or so. So they were never really sure where to call or where to send shit to. And since I was the first one home, I checked the voicemail and I checked the mail... Because I had the mailbox key, just in case they sent something to the right number or address, nobody would ever find out. Well, I used this excuse, and they didn't even call home. They didn't even call my house to verify the fucking thing. I guess so. I guess they bought it because I wasn't questioned about it. I just, damn. Huh? I said that's pretty messed up. That's and fucking uh, awesome. oh <laughs> no, get this—the most awesome one is—it uh, was like the last week of the semester and we were having exams and shit and uh... one of my teachers was was going through a list of saying you you have to be here to get this exam, you can have this, this, or this, or this excuse it's not going to cut it, you've got to be here for this exam and I said well what if I pissed off the mafia? and she said that's still not an excuse and so I went home for the weekend I forgot all about this entire thing and then I didn't show up to school the next two days I, I, so I walked in on Wednesday, and that teacher, he was scared shitless because she thought I was serious, because I didn't, because I was missing for like three days,
0: three to four, three or four days. Wow. Actually, I think the worst thing I've ever done school-wise was I was walking to school by myself one morning when it was really dark. I slipped on some ice and knocked myself out for like two hours. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, froze. Basically, I got to school about two or three hours early because I slipped on the sidewalk and knocked myself out. Yeah. That's that was really really bad. They were all scared shitless. As well. My mom was scared shitless as to what the fuck happened.
1: Yeah, but see you 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 actually slipped and got knocked out. I'm I pulled out of my ass saying I was in a coma and they bought it.
0: Damn, no. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit, man. That, that, that is probably one of the best things I've ever heard. <laughs> that or um, you had to take a cat to the vet because had hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just, holy shit, that actually fucking worked.
1: Yep. And moving out of this tangent and on from our fail of the week, we have this week's feature, uh, which, you know, we just went through another round of uh, voting, because tis the season to be voting for uh, capitalism. And, uh, anywho, votes came in for different propositions in Maine, and uh, people in Maine say, sure, let's all get high, but I'm still not going to want to see dudes get married. Maine, a majority of Mainers voted yes on the legalization of the Medical Marijuana Act, but uh about 53% voted no against gay marriage was it proposition 420 a fire sir go die in one hey you fucking hey are... come
2: on now that was pretty funny
1: you laugh. eh fine i will let i'll let you have the hook for that one but yeah so guys what's your, what, what what is your opinion which one is the, the which one of these is worse gay marriage or pot
2: pot i think that the anti-gay marriage people are going to one day realize when gay marriage is legal that it really wasn't as big a deal as
0: they
1: made it out to be
0: of course not yeah uh, well i see i I was agreeing by thinking that pot was the stupider one Mm Mm-hmm. sure ben dude i know i agree with that pot is retarded compared to gay marriage in
1: my opinion, there's nothing wrong with either one of them.
0: Not exactly, but I had to say yes or no to something.
1: I said boo to both of them. I mean, there's really there's nothing wrong with, with pot or gay marriage. In my opinion, I believe there are a lot worse things I could spend doing in my spare time than getting high. And I think that there's a lot more uh, uses that our tax dollars can go forwards instead of the government breaking down the doors botheads.
0: yeah like you could be a slave driver or a child molester something that actually has very detrimental to society
1: exactly and I don't believe there's anything wrong with gay marriage either gender should not get in the way of whether it should, should not get in the way of if you can marry somebody or not
0: should not get in the way of
1: love exactly I mean I don't see what anybody's problem is with gay marriage I mean, people say, Oh, well, if you let them marry, then what's next? Marrying goats and children and shit? No, it's... it's. Well, uh, in India, there was a guy who was 117 years old that married a woman who was how old, Kyle? 17. 12.
2: Why not? Mm,
1: 16, I think. Or no, he was 112 years old and he, he married a 17. lady that was 17, yeah.
0: No, but... Still. Dude, seriously, um... The, the, the problem is, is that people...
1: There, not... there is a big difference between two dudes getting married and somebody marrying a goat.
0: I know that. People... And if
1: this guy in India can, it can be that old and marry this child, and there's a woman in Paris who's married to the Eiffel Tower, I don't see why we can't let two dudes get married. It's not like after they get married, they're going to drive to your house and ring your doorbell as they consummate their marriage on your front step.
0: Okay, but honestly, no, it's, it's, the reason is, is cause, is every fucking, um, buddy's up in arms, because supposedly, it's in the Bible, you can't marry a man, gay marriage is not right, blah blahdy blah, blah, and shit. Well,
1: Kyle was in a seminary, so I think we should let him field that one.
0: Uh, I mean, you know, Jesus didn't preach one way or another, he preached tolerance.
1: What's your opinion on this Mr. Priest school guy? Uh,
2: Well... First of all, I have a very... I am very, very much for the separation of church and state. For the plain and simple fact that there are a lot of things that for us to be considered a tolerant nation we have to go against what is said in the Bible it does say in the Bible that homosexuality is frowned upon and is considered a sin.
1: It also but says in the Bible you're not that, supposed to wear makeup or get tattoos.
2: Well, there's a lot of different things on that. There are a lot of different things in the Bible that are considered gray area, including tattoos. But there are some things that the Bible very specifically goes However, with that being said, there, in my opinion, I don't see where we should be withholding the tax break that you get as a married couple from gay people who are just as much in love and want to be together in to their lives as a straight couple. Which is why separation of church
1: I've never had a problem with homosexuality my entire life ever. I've never had a problem with gay people. I've always gotten along just fine with them. Gay people are cool in my book. I mean, there's been times where I've gotten hit on by gay dudes. I'd say thank you, but that's not really my cup of tea. And it didn't really bother me. I mean, you know, you should take that as a compliment that somebody thinks you're attractive. It might not it, it might not be the person's playing for the same team you are, but it's a compliment nonetheless. Like if someone if someone if someone comes up to you and says, "Hey, that's a cool iPhone," are you gonna say thanks for noticing, whether they're gay or not?
0: Doesn't matter to me. I mean,
1: exactly. I mean, you know, as you know, you know, as, as as long as gay people aren't running around the streets, you know, playing helicopter with their penis and smacking people inside the head, and they're not fucking on my front yard, I don't
0: care. Honestly, if they were doing that on my front yard, I'd ask them to leave. But I wouldn't get all pissed because they were gay. I mean, hell, if two people were, if two normal people were having sex on my front yard, I'd ask them to leave. No,
1: if two normal people were having sex on my front yard, I would uh, probably videotape it and ask if they needed any help.
2: I do that for a gay couple too. So hey, it all goes
1: on the internet. It's all porn and it all. Spins. You spin me round, baby, right round, or how the song goes? How's the song go? Do you mean spin? You. No, you
0: you failed, you can never quote that again. If you, I can't think of the lyrics right now. I, you spin me right round, baby, right round, like a record player, right round, round, round.
1: Well, true. of course you'd know how the song goes, because you
0: sat there and watched the meat spin for like, what, how no, long did you sit there and stare at it, Kyle? No, it's because when it comes to things...
2: Longer than me, and that's saying something. No, yeah. No.
0: The reason why
1: is... Ben, when more it, than three spins... And you stared at it for, like, maybe 20.
0: No, the reason why is when it, when it comes to things I'm interested in, I can remember shit word for word. So
1: you're, you're, you're saying that you're interested in cocks. Is that or is that not what he said, Kyle? When it comes to music... Yeah, that's pretty
2: much what he said. <laughs> <laughs> when it... I, I can't help you in this one, Ben. You pretty much talked yourself into a corner. Yeah.
0: Moving on.
1: Moving on, Kyle's face. Kyle? Right? Hey. Exactly. But, yeah, moving on to the next topic. In closing, gay dudes are cool, so let them get married, and everybody likes to get high, so let's all roll a doobie. If, the,
2: if pot ever becomes legal, I will be the first in line.
1: I'm already the first in line. Alright, well, that's it for the majority of our set list. We're going to go on our second break. And I have absolutely no idea what this second promo is because it was recommended to me to play it last minute. So... Where the hell is it? Ah, here we go. Here is some random promo for something that I have no idea what it is. Enjoy it, and we'll get back after the break with our What the Fuck of the Week.
3: Hearing the prayers of the desperation that rise on the violent winds, the ancient wizard Randor Mitra, servant to the elf gods, takes it upon himself to mend the world he has sworn to protect. The task will not be an easy one, though, for the wizard, too, has begun to feel the effects of the world's imbalance. As Randor struggles to maintain some semblance of his powers, he meets a secretive band of colorful characters from all walks of life, drawn together by a common goal, to find the stolen moon, whatever the cost. It does not take Randor and his motley company long to see that someone or something does not want the moon returned to the heavens. The White Shadow Saga, The Stolen Moon of Londor, an epic fantasy written by A.P. Stevens will set you on a journey of a lifetime. This is a story of loyalty, brotherhood, friendship, deceit, and darkness. Listen to the free audio version of the novel at podiobooks.com. Look forward to the paperback and ebook coming October 2009. For more information about the author and the novel, make haste, To www.apstevens.com.
1: Make haste! Are you are you haste making?
2: No, I'm sitting here. I've just found a thread of Soviet Russia jokes.
1: Oh.
2: In Soviet Russia, cheeseburger can has kitties.
1: In Soviet Russia, Waldo finds you.
2: In Soviet Russia, Chuck Norris kicks you.
1: But he kicks you everywhere else, too.
2: Blow it, he puts in parentheses. Does it work? Works for me.
1: <laughs> in Soviet Russia, the game loses you.
2: In Soviet Russia, car drives you. Oh, oh, one for Ben. Soviet Russia porn
1: watches you. <laughs> oh, cheer up, Ben. He's he's been flipping me off since the break. Cheer up, Ben. Do you need a hug?
0: Touch me, I choke you. What's your problem now, kid? I was being serious about what it's part of the brain disorder I
1: have I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about
0: shit that it's part of the brain disorder I have shit that I'm interested in whether it be movies TV shows or whatever I can remember word for word mostly it's like I have a photographic memory towards these things
1: okay yeah you and Kyle share that in common you both have Asperger's Kyle do you get pissed off at me when I make fun of you for liking cocks no, not really. See? Kyle, how 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 often do I give you shit about various things?
2: Often, actually. How
1: often do you give me shit? About
2: twice as much.
1: Exactly. And we 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 all know we all know the homies, they give me shit all the time and I give them shit all the time. So, see, everybody's giving everybody else shit, and everybody else is putting up with it just fine, and you're getting pissed off about it, Ben. It's
0: because I don't give anybody shit. I'm that much of a nice guy.
1: Well, you're entitled to give shit to people.
0: I could make a joke about Christmas,
1: but I'm not going to. I mean, you know, he, ev- ev- everybody in this group picks on everybody else.
0: Yeah, but since I'm such so a it's, fucking choir boy, as you call it, I don't want to give shit to people because it's rude.
1: Ooh,
2: got another good one. In Soviet Russia, the cake is
1: true. (laughs) But no, Ben, in this little circle, everybody picks on everybody else. You know, you're you're asking for special treatment here. No. Yeah, you are.
0: I'm just saying break the chain.
1: No, because this is how we roll. I pick on Kyle. Kyle picks on me. I pick on the homies, the homies pick on me. We all give each other shit. Yeah. Because... It's it's part of how it works. The, what you, should be, you, you shouldn't be you should be worried that we're always giving you shit. You should be worried if we're all really, really, really nice to you. That's when you should be concerned. Because then we're probably thinking about stuffing you in the trunk of a car and then leaving the car somewhere.
0: Well, as long as I could quite possibly poke a hole in there and go for air, I'd be Well, there you go. Well, if you do it in my car, I'd get out, because my car has a secret door. To Narnia? Actually, that was a fantasy of mine when I was a kid. That your car had a secret door to Narnia? No, that I could jump into the Narnia books.
1: And then bang Aslan?
2: Anyway...
1: Well, no. Lions are supposed to be strong and powerful and super awesome. So imagine how much more strong and more powerful and more awesome you are if you bang a lion. I'm sure Chuck Norris could bang the shit out of a lion. Or even techno-viking.
0: Thank you. You just love ruining every childhood fantasy I have.
1: But if it wasn't me doing it, it'd be the internet.
0: I don't care. The internet is crap that I can look up myself. You do it on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> With, of your own freedom, you choose to violate my childhood and destroy everything good and pure that I have built up. <laughs> you constantly degrade, demoralize, and fucking rape my childhood. <laughs> and you you enjoy it he touched me in my bathing suit area i'm not saying nothing towards that (laughs) you might be able to make a joke about it but i don't joke about shit that's fucking true asshole. (laughs) that happens every day to boys and girls all over the world i don't joke about that kind of shit because it happens you joke about black people all the time.
1: So, you're saying all those other jokes that you make are okay, but jokes like that one are not?
0: I've tried to refrain refrain from saying various crap towards any nationality whatsoever.
1: It's okay, Ben. You're a racist. As long as you're honest
0: about it, you'll be fine. So says the person that whenever he meets an Italian, he he asks where's Luigi.
1: No, the only thing I do is I ask Asian dudes if they know kung fu. Racist. No, I just hate everybody. Beat them up
2: when they say they don't. Huh? You beat them up when they say they don't?
0: No. Dude. It, listen to me. It's the whole sense memory thing. If you watch a shitload of kung fu movies, in desperation, your mind will overreact and just take anything you've memorized and act upon it. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, there was this one Asian dude when I was in Job Corps, he was in the room across from mine, and do you guys remember uh, that one Jackie Chan movie where he's in New York and, like, Hustle in the Bronx or whatever it was called, I think? Was that what it was called? Rumble in the Bronx, yeah. Do you remember that little Asian kid with the red baseball cap in that movie?
2: No, I never saw the movie. I just knew what you were talking well, about. Well,
1: this guy that was across the hall looked like an older version of that kid, and so I always used to piss him off just by saying random shit to him when he walked into the dorm.
0: That's okay. I found a dude who looked like Short Roundup, Indiana Jones. I, I just kept asking him where Indy was.
1: Uh, I, I I ask him shit every day, like, hey, do you know kung fu, or hey, do you have any wor- do you have any words of advice for Mr. Miyagi, or uh... don't diss Mr. Miyagi, Monofi. or uh, oh no, there was uh, there was one time where I spilled ketchup on my shirt and lunch. What the fuck? Holy crap! Sorry. I'm gonna kill your face, sir. What was that?
2: I didn't know it would make a kind of noise, but seriously, I told
1: you, that. dude, my speakers are all the way up so I can pick your audio up. What is this? no offense man picture I've already seen that picture you scared the shit out of me when you did that you do realize this right <laughs> anywho uh one time I was in the cafeteria I got ketchup or mustard on my shirt or something and so I walked up to him in the mall I'm like, hey Richie do you know any ancient Chinese secrets to get this out of my shirt I I, I also bugger from time to time I was like hey I've heard that Asian dudes have really small wieners is that
0: true and, and it's at f-
2: this point when he's telling this story, and that he says, and that's when I killed him, Your Honor.
0: <laughs> no, I, I would have just pulled out a package of cocktail weenies. Uh, uh tootsie roll. No. That or that or pulled out a pulled out a little bundle of wiener dogs. Just like carry a wiener dog under each arm.
1: You need help. No. <sighs> I kind of didn't want to have to do any editing this week for this show. So I guess I'm... Am I going to have to leave this entire tangent in? I
0: don't know. By the way, lose the game! I already lost the game. Not the past half an hour. Yeah, I did. When Kyle was
1: talking about Borderlands, I I lost the game. You didn't announce your loss. Because he was in the middle of talking, I wasn't going to interrupt him. You didn't announce your loss, therefore you lose the game twice. Fine, I lose the game. You know what? You lose the game, too. I know. I lose the game. So, should I just cut out this tangent from, from, like, after the break until now and just cut it?
2: Sure.
1: Should I? What
0: do you think, Ben?
2: That's fine. Let me know when you get to the point where we're, you're going to keep
0: the recording. It's your shit, man. I'll go along with whatever, because I have to write the fucking show notes.
1: This tangent is your fault, I'm leaving it in so that you have more to transcribe. Anyway, we are now moving on to our what the fuck of the week, which is, yay, more piracy things. Well, anyway, there was uh, some sort of super top secret piracy summit in uh, Korea.
0: Kill the goddamn dog outside.
1: No, you can't. There was this super top secret anti-piracy meeting in uh, somewhere in Korea. Which, uh, this new treaty basically entails that, um, the MPAA and RIAA can go after people for piracy and copyright infringement, uh, without any evidence to back it up. Like, if, if, if they go, if they, if they go and they find proof of piracy or file sharing or any of that bad stuff, they can, uh, move to have a three strikes and you're out, uh thing enacted to where three strikes and you're out and they disconnect you from the internet or they throttle your bandwidth, and they, and th- if this thing goes through, they can do this without any kind of evidence. Also um, they can have it to where if they find stuff online, they, they can have it taken down without again without evidence, and if at any point in time the ISPs refuse to hand over information about their subscribers, they suspect of piracy or the ISP or server host does not uh, let them take the shit down without evidence then the uh, ISP and the and the and the server hosts can get slapped with piracy charges as well for obstruction and all without evidence by the way
2: yeah that's pretty fucked up
0: I inhaled so much smoke
2: I would also like to point out that on my page, I'm looking at the article now,
1: different, there's
2: four different ads for torrent sites.
1: Yeah, there's Frostwire, Wiseau, and Rocket Torrents. That's, Just right there. That's, that's fucking yep. great. Well, the, uh, the name of the blog is called Torrent Freak. Damn, I'm assuming that downs off the computer and hits you. Oh, you
2: can't okay. Well, it's the torrent site.
1: Ben, when Lindsay was here, I hit you right between the eyes without even looking. Good for you. And you're going to criticize
0: my aim. If you want to fucking do some aiming, bounce it off the goddamn fan and then nail me right in the forehead. Okay. That's, that's, that's... I will give you
2: a 20 if you do it.
0: That's some fucking aiming, damn it. Hmm. And I will give you money if that is successful, I swear to Christ.
2: He just offered to give you money to shoot him.
0: Yeah, well, I know. If it is successful to bounce it off the fan and hit me in the forehead, I will fucking give you money.
1: How many tries do I get? I don't know. Hand me that dart over there.
0: I got a conundrum for you. What the hell do you think the Lucky Charms guy you for breakfast? The bone marrow of little children. No, think about it. What if
2: the... He eats his lucky charms. That's why he's always How upset that? when other people eat it, because back we're there. after his lucky
1: charms. It didn't hit your head on the way down. No. I was close.
0: It was back the fuck there.
1: It went right behind your head. I was
0: close. I said forehead, not head.
1: Otherwise you well, if, if I'm relying on a ricochet effect, I'll be lucky to just get your head, let alone your forehead. Ah, Let's see, your
0: mother. That's a no. I think you missed the fan completely. No, it
1: had to bounce off the fan because it landed over there by my bed.
0: Three tries. I'll give you two more. Okay. Fuck! Get in the dark.
1: Ah, uh, I shot you in the head.
2: I so, need three hundred dollars. Do what? I need three hundred dollars. For what? Sony ebook reader.
1: Why not get a Kindle?
2: Because the Sony ebook reader more better for what I want.
0: What? Hey, I know Kyle, how about you get the Apple tablet? Yeah, the giant ass fucking iPhone.
1: Yeah, no. Not so much. How about you just get a netbook with a touchscreen? You can can get a a, a netbook with a touchscreen that has a swivel joint in the middle of the lid so that you can open it up, rotate it, and close it, and you've got yourself a tablet. And it's small, small too, so... That's what she said. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure you've heard that a lot. Anyway, back off of this tangent, what's your opinions okay. on this article, Kyle?
2: My opinion on this is that ISPs are going to get really hit if this goes through. Yeah.
1: But yeah, basically what this is is that they can come up with no evidence and say do this or else, and if they say no, they get charged with the same amount of infringement that their uh, customers are held liable for if they don't help. Well,
2: they're going to really sell out their own customers, and no one's going to want to work with them.
1: Exactly.
0: Can I have one of these? Uh, this is awesome.
1: Go for it. What is your opinion on it, Ben?
0: Well, I think people are fucking retarded because they're going to goddamn do it anyway they're gonna do it anyway no matter who the hell uh, no matter if they have the evidence or not so you can't really protect against it well
1: right now they, they can do it if they want to and if they don't have evidence then they can basically say fuck no laugh at them and send them packing and even if they do have the evidence to prove it there's no law saying that they fucking have to do it even if there is evidence It's. It's 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 the it's basically ISP's job to protect the privacy of their clients.
0: See, this is why I don't. That's
1: why I, that's why everybody got all pissed off last year when Viacom pet- petitioned Google for uh, the 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 user info and viewing habits for all of, all YouTube members to see if. The people on YouTube were using, uh, YouTube for piracy.
0: How the fuck could you do that?
1: People upload TV shows to YouTube. And people watch them. But people take that shit down. Sometimes they do. And even if it gets taken down, it's still going to be up for a little while.
0: Which which reminds me, do you have house? No. Damn it. Hugh Laurie's the awesomeness.
1: Yeah, there hasn't been a new house in, like, two weeks.
0: Oh, by the way, my mom actually might want to read one of our articles about Hillary, uh, that his job actually hurting <clears> him. <throat> okay, well, then give her the link for the show. I'm going to do that. But, yeah, that's, that's bullshit. They have no right to do that. But since it's the government, they're going to do it anyway.
1: Yep, too true, too true. Well, it's not really the government that's doing it. It's the MPAA and the RIAA and those guys.
0: Well, it's like if they have a shitload of money, they can do whatever they want. And if anybody says anything about it, they'll just throw a shitload more money out of it and shut the fuck up. That's not usually what happens, Benji. It's the MPAA. The MPAA can do whatever the fuck they want. No, they can't. Right. No? Tell that to every Hollywood person ever. Tell that to Paris Hilton. Tell that to Britney Spears. You watch too much TV. No. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, I do believe... Are there any uh, closing thoughts for our what-the-fuck of the week? Not really. Kyle? Piracy will live on.
2: No matter what they do, there's more pirates than there are people.
1: Yep. And and even if you find ways to uh, undermine them, they'll find new ways to get their shit. Just like Pirate Bay went down for a while, Demonoid is still down for some reason or another. <clears throat> so you know, they found they, they they found a way to throttle off people from using P two P networks, and then it went to torrenting, and now they're trying to stop torrenting, and so now people are moving to hosting places like Mega Upload and Rapid Share and places like that. And you know, there's still a whole lot of piracy that goes on between IRC between people and IRC clients as well.
0: The only closing thought I have toward piracy: Where's all the rum gone? Why is the rum gone?
1: The rum is gone because I drank it all. Yes. Roger,
2: back in.
0: Fuck you. Can you do it, like
2: Ben. You're going to accept my beating by proxy.
0: Yeah, and then when
1: it will... this is not a beating for me, this is a beating from Kyle, it and you and you always take Kyle's beatings because you never
0: retaliate when It will, it's not, Kyle? It will not happen. Are are you are you, you going to make Kyle drive out here to beat you? He won't be able to do that because I haven't seen him in ages, and he's Kyle. Swore... He's challenging you. No, he swore to me the last time that I saw him that if I ever see he ever sees me again, he will kill me. So, yeah.
1: He's challenging you, Kyle.
0: I don't remember saying that.
1: I don't remember you saying that either. That was
0: the day that but I left. He, but
1: he, but he, he's trying to say that you, you wouldn't drive out here to smack him.
0: That was the day I left your ass at Walmart.
2: Not today. But if I do have to drive out there to smack him, it'll be in the near future and it'll be twice as hard.
0: Yeah, right. You, I will never see
1: you again. Hey, Kyle, what? what when's your next day off?
2: Don't
1: next Saturday. See you next
0: Saturday, then, huh? Yeah, don't tell me, because then you can coordinate me record- coming over to record the show. Him being here, then him bitch-slapping me as soon as I come in through the door. Exactly. Since next Saturday has been told, I will not come, not come over next Saturday.
1: Okay, well, it's a good thing we are talking in code, and I know I, I know what the, he really means when he says next Saturday. Uh-huh. Good for you, then. Yep. So... You lose. No. You lose hard. No. Damn, that would have went right in your mouth if you hadn't closed your mouth the last second. That's what she said. No, that's what I said. No. Anyway, so seeing as the end of this show has just turned into one giant tangent fest... Come on, damn it. That's... Fuck it. That's all we've got for this week. I hope you enjoyed the show... And as always, this is Elden K R saying I don't have cancer, so I'm not stopping and Ben loses the game. I just love You've been listening to Season 3 of Banter Over Cigarette with your hosts, Eldon KR, Ben Weaver, and Kyle Gang. For more information and additional podcasts, please go to voacblogcast.wordpress.com. Banter Over Cigarette Season 3 was recorded in the year 2009, courtesy of Incendiary Media Podcasting. Intro music for Season 3 is Ill Business, provided with permission courtesy of local Indiana band, Once a Friend. For more of their music, please go to myspace.com slash friend. Outro music for Season 3 is Watersport, provided with permission courtesy of Libertine Leach from his 2007 album, The Trophy Elephant. For more of his music, please go to myspace.com slash Libertine Leach. Additional audio editing and sound effects provided by Dollar J. If you enjoyed this podcast, please tell a friend. We'd also appreciate it if you left feedback about the show. If you would like to leave feedback, you can always leave comments on the blog, or leave us an iTunes review. You can also call our K7 voicemail line, which is...
3: 206-202-5624.
2: Thank you for listening. And then never listen to the show again, because you hate us so much.